hit it. I did. Oh, it's on. Good. Balls, a supernatural podcast with Lizzie and Missy. I'm posting to the gram. Oh, what are you posting to the gram? A picture to the supernatural podcast. It's not of me, is it? <laughs> it's uh, not of either of us because okay. still no one knows what we look like. <laughs> We're just voices on the other end. I wish we had like a really cool, like I wish, I don't know, not that this episode's bad, but I wish we had like a, a cooler episode to talk about while it's like storming outside. I know, like a creepier episode, like a ghost sode. I feel you. It, it feels very like, like fallish right now to me. It does. We got the, the pumpkin thing posted. Now it's a dark and stormy night. Yeah, I'm super excited about the, the pumpkin, which uh, if no one has heard of Southern Tier, uh, they have a line of pumpkin beers that are to die for. They're so good. They're so good. They're not like too pumpkin-y. And no. they have tons of different kinds. Like they had the whiskey barrel one. They had the pumpkin chai. They have the warlock, which is like their dark version. Yeah, that's like a stout, like a chocolatey, pumpkin-y deliciousness in your mouth. And Liz told me this last year. We went, if you go on your birthday, you get a free crowler. So we went at lunch from work <laughs> down to Southern Tier. They have food. They it's have we, we ate, and then I got a crowler, which is like, what, 32 ounces or something? Yep. Giant can. Mm-hmm. And it was delicious. So good. Fall is just around the corner, but I it's know. not even August yet. <sighs> it's so close, though. I think we're trying to get to the one holiday where it's like, where everyone accepts it's okay to wear a mask. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> They're like, quick, just make it Halloween. Maybe yeah. then everyone will wear one. Everyone will be okay with it because then they'll get their Halloween mask. You know, like you have like mm-hmm. a little pumpkin one, like, oh my God, how cool would that be? If it was like orange and it was just like the pumpkin mouth. I've seen that with, uh, I have one of those with the Joker from The Dark Knight. Uh-huh. I've seen that. I've seen the jigsaw smile. Oh, that would creep me um, out. From Billy the Puppet. People have gotten really creative with masks. I even saw one with uh, somebody either printed or somehow found, like, Scooby Natural. Oh, really? To make a mask. For, like, a kid, obviously, but... Why a kid? Mm. <laughs> I mean, come on. We want them, too. I'd wear it. I wish I could print fabric. That would be really cool. I wish I could print armor. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, if we're going with what we wish, we could print. <laughs> Why did I just stop at fabric? Why could... <laughs> I wasn't thinking big enough. See? My God. Sky's the limit. I was thinking inside this box, and you're like, That broke through the box. (laughs) Destroyed it. That box is gone. Chuck Norris kicked it. Oh. (laughs) Roundhouse, of course. Because it's Chuck Norris. Come on. Is there any other way to kick? No. (laughs) Chuck Norris didn't even actually kick. The box just fell over in fear. He just put his leg up. Box is like, down. I digress. Let's go into the episode. Shall we? Yes, let's. Let's. Episode 13, Season 2, Houses of the Holy. Yes. Uh, came out February 1st, 2007. I can honestly say I did not remember this one at all. I think this poor episode really gets um, overshadowed by the whole later seasons of Angels. That might be why. I thought it was a completely different episode where the girl's dad is the preacher. 
Oh, that one with her necklace. Yeah, the necklace. That's what I thought it was. Mm. I was wrong. That would make sense. Would we like to do our ranking? Oh, yeah. And um, kind of to spoil our ranking for a couple episodes in the future, because I, I did some notes the other day. I don't think I wrote them down. But two episodes from now, I should do this as a trivia question. Ooh, I to like see it. if people remember or listen. They rank them in the same number. They actually agree? They agreed on the same number. I think it's for episode 15, I believe. Tall Tales? Yeah. I think they ranked it both 43. What? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. So it's crazy. Make a note of that, people that are listening. It could be a trivia question. What you'll win are love and affection. But, I mean, isn't that worth it? I think so. I think so, too. You should think so, too. Just to <laughs> feed our egos. Please. <laughs> we it's need all, it. It's all I have. Okay, so Decider.com, which is our friend Jessica, ranked this 108. She says, the first mention of angels on the show turns out to be a great examination of purpose and faith and also turns super ironic given later seasons. The twist is easy but satisfying and the first hints at a higher power are great, too. Okay. So then um, Thrillist.com, our friend Uncle Joey, ranked it 145. So they're not that far off from each other. They're just getting closer. Does that mean that the next episode is even closer? Uh, I can tell you. Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> because why would it make sense? That's not at go. all. <laughs> you think there's a pattern and they're like, Mm-mm. nope, not happening. Okay, so he, 145, he said, the ghost of a priest who has lost his way inspires those who believe they've seen an angel to murder. I feel like his wasn't a complete thought. I feel like his phrasing was off because it sounds like you're murdering the angel. It could also be how I read it because we know how that goes. Punctuation helps. I put punctuation. I just, it doesn't register in my mind (laughs) when I'm reading it. (laughs) So there's that. (laughs) These things happen. Okay, so then, are you, you want Urban Dictionary? Of course I do. Did you like that? Now you can see. I got jazz hands going. This is so exciting. <laughs> so our Urban Dictionary word of the week is ghost. I don't know. Simple. Sure, why not? <laughs> uh, they say that ghost is a scary-ass mofo. I tried to get it while you were drinking. <laughs> um, I gotcha. And then the example was just, ah, a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong. <laughs> I feel like that'd be my reaction to seeing a ghost. <laughs> a ghost. Ah, a ghost. Yeah. So that was the Urban Dictionary of the week. I like it. I really like it. need uh, need a jingle for that. Call it whip. Make me a jingle. We need a jingle. Okay. Now we're on to the as we're progressing through. We're on to the outline of the episode. Yes. <laughs> Please. Follow your outline, because I need to be held accountable. You guys don't know how this goes by now. Uh, So the outline for the episode, Sam and Dean investigate the murders of several people by individuals who claim they were visited by an angel and carrying out God's will. I like the fact that this is where they decided to just throw angels in. Smack you in the face with it. You said that, and there was a big old slam. I think Tallahassee got scared. Oh, sorry. She can't hear it. All she can hear is the storm. She's a baby. Hmm. Okay. So, shall we jump into Houses of the Holy? Let us feet first, right in there, into the deep end. All right. So, we open up the episode with um, Gloria, who's looking a little strung out. A little? She looks like a junkie. A little? 
like a straight up junkie. And I don't understand what's what's with the bra in the oh, shirt. This, her bra sticking out. That's like I don't the telltale know. sign of like any kind of junkie. They're always in that. Do they tell you later she's a hooker? I don't think they ever mention it. I thought uh, maybe I'm just making it up. Maybe I'm assuming that she's a hooker. I don't know if they ever really say. I didn't make note of it. All I know is that like she's watching TV and then all of a sudden a bunch of shit starts happening and then there's like an earthquake but only in her apartment and then the TV <laughs> turns off and then the TV turns on. Yeah, well the lights started to flicker and I was like lights flickering is never a good sign. Not and on then, this show. No. And then there's an evangelical on the TV screaming about angels and like signs, which is terrifying by the way. That was not reassuring at all. No. <laughs> And then uh, what blew, like, what threw me off was obviously the man's talking about angels and God, and she has a lot of angels on her table. There were, like, a lot of cherubs laying around this apartment. For a woman that didn't want to hear a man talking about God yeah. after she turned the TV off. But mm -hmm. then the shaking obviously broke it. Yeah. So she stands up. She's obviously terrified, because who wouldn't be, let's be honest, um, and sees a bright light and then a shape that she can kind of see. What is that? And then this, like, sense of calm on her. Yeah, that was a little weird. Did you like orderly Sam? I did. Oh, my God, that's exactly <laughs> the word I used. <laughs> I was like, Sam's an orderly. <laughs> well, somebody had to do it. Dean still wanted, even though Sam's also wanted. So I feel like that would be a red flag on his resume. Yeah, but I guess Sam's or Dean's more wanted. Because he, you know, killed somebody and then died and then came <laughs> back to, like, rob a bank. <laughs> yeah. But Sam does it in order to interview Gloria, who is surprisingly cleaned up in a psychiatric facility, reading the Bible. A totally different person. Uh, after murdering a man named Carl. Yeah. Uh, she stabbed him in the heart? Yeah. The angel told her to do it. I mean, okay. Sam seemed kind of <laughs> like uh, an angel told you to do it. He told you to kill it. She said uh, that he was a bad man. Mm-hmm. And he needed to pay for his sins. It was God's will for him to be stabbed in the heart. Yes. Um, so Sam seems to kind of take that, I mean, as well as one can in a psychiatric facility and returns to the motel where Dean, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say it. Oh my God. Dean is, uh, making use of the magic fingers as it were <laughs> to a soundtrack <laughs> to his own soundtrack. Oh, I love, though, that while he's on the vibrating bed, like, Sam is just so uncomfortable with the whole situation. Yeah, because he's, like, he even says it. He's like, Dean, you seem to be enjoying yourself a little too much. A little bit. And I can't, I can't speak to it because I've never laid on a Magic Fingers bed. I have not either. Let alone actually made use of one. No. But, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's the same thing as, like, a massage chair. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know. But later in the episode, when he doesn't have any quarters, he looks like a junkie that needs, like, he needs his, his fix. magic fingers fix. He needs his fix. <laughs> That's so funny. Did you um, notice in the hotel room, like, the, all the ladies? Um, decor was, like, those silhouette, like, the, the mud flap silhouette girls? Yeah. It was, like, the divider in the room and everything. I thought that was funny. That took that me back room, to, like, the 90s. That room definitely had pay-per-view. They had um, Skinamax. Yeah. <laughs> Dean wasn't making use of that yet, but uh, Sam obviously tells him what's going to going on, and Dean seems super skeptical about the idea of angels. Yeah. Uh, and then they proceed to go investigate Carl just to see, you know, maybe this girl isn't all too crazy. And they find uh, the nail in oh, the wall. Oh, it was like a full-on 
but it looked fake. It looked like a fake acrylic. Thank well, that's God. I, I was like, is that a Lee press-on nail? That literally looked like that. So yeah, that shit's going to fall off. Still gross. But, bleh, but I mean, that led them to find the body, the yeah. skeleton. Um, and then Sam later finds out that he's a freaking serial killer. Yeah. He killed like three people. That's well, they crazy. don't, they can't prove it, but three people went missing. Yeah. Oh, before when, when they like drive up to that house, did you see in the background that the market was the Benny's market? No. And I was like, not that it has anything to do with the character that comes later in the series, but I was like, oh my you God, never Benny. Know. They have, Benny has a market. These people are very creative. They probably, pl- I mean, they only plan this to be like five seasons, but yeah. So the next night, an alcoholic is visited by an angel. Yeah, it was Zach. Yeah. And Zach was not concerned about all this stuff going on in his room until his bottles of booze started to break. Yeah. Like his flashing. It was real. Yeah. And then like the earthquake thing, he's still just kind of laying there, like not even like really looking around like what, what's going on until like his alcohol started to fall off the thing and break on the ground. And he was like, what's going on? And then he just walks up to a guy's house and stabs another guy. I mean, there was a shiny, glowy angel thing in the front yard. <laughs> I don't believe it. Not a good reason to kill somebody. Your face was amazing. <laughs> it usually <laughs> is. However, you know, stalking a young girl over the internet is reason to, I guess, seek revenge. Uh, yeah, that was just creepy, creepy guy. I appreciate the fact that Dean, <laughs> Dean's like, uh, I guess I'm not gonna, this is going to teach me to not leave Christmas decorations up. <laughs> After Christmas. Yeah. So no one gets assigned from an angel to come kill me. Did you see, oh, you know, he had the, um, Dean had the police radio in the hotel room. Was that part of the SWAT outfit? Oh, <gasps> maybe it is. Oh, maybe it's not completely gone like we thought. Yeah. Maybe they're not going to wear the actual jumpsuits, but they're using the, the radio and stuff. Mm, that would make sense. I also appreciate that it was Dean who figured out that both of the victims attended the same church. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. I just assumed it was Sam. I usually do too. I think that's <laughs> why like, I made it. I think that's why I made a note of it. <laughs> like Sam figured that out. <laughs> and the name of the church? Our Lady of the Angels. Oh, oh. <laughs> a light just shone down on me. Sign, don't kill me. Oh, just uh, sorry. <laughs> so they end up having to obviously go check out this church where they speak to Father Reynolds. I like that guy. Yeah, me too. He just wasn't, like, super helpful. No. Except for the fact that he finally does kind of mention that uh, Father Gregory was shot on the steps of the church. Yeah, and that he didn't get to perform his last rites. No, so that makes Dean then think that Father Gregory is now a vengeful spirit, Mm -hmm. making people kill other parishioners whose guilty secrets he knew, which is cheating, by the way, because that's probably in confession, yeah, but I mean, if he dies, can then, like, can he just do, you know, does that end the, where he had to keep his mouth shut? Ah, uh, but isn't the whole thing of confession, like, say, like, ten Hail Marys and, like, your sins will be absolved, so, like, technically, I mean, obviously they were, I mean, I don't think that guy killed anybody anytime soon, but, like, the other one was definitely, like, fully stalking a girl. Yeah. But, like, uh, if you're not doing it, like, is it really... <laughs> I don't, I'm not Catholic, so I don't know the rules. I mean, I don't know the rules on the other side of the wall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You know, over there. I don't know those rules over there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I don't know the, that, that fun stuff, but. To the left, to the left. Everything you know is in the little latticed wall to the left. <laughs> left. <laughs> um. <laughs> I like it. 
I like the fact that Sam's skeptical of this. Like, he really kind of wants to believe that angels are, which I also don't get. Like, Sam kind of wants the fact that people are killing other people to be a sign from angels? Yeah, that seems a little messed up. But Sam doesn't want to believe that it's not angels when Dean tells him, like, a plausible idea. Yeah. Like, something that could actually happen. What's also interesting is, like, when does Sam have time to pray regularly? And how did Dean not know? Yeah, like, is he wait? Does he just like wait till Dean like falls asleep? Is and he it's, like the little kid that sneaks downstairs and like steals candy? He just like <laughs> gets off his bed and just takes a knee. Is he like in the shower? Does he naked pray to God? At- Stark naked like a jaybird from the day he came into the world. Maybe he's like, this is my most natural self. <laughs> this is what you know me as. <laughs> I don't know. Naked. Maybe that should be the title of the episode. Sam's naked prayer. Sam's naked prayer. Because I, I feel like Sam's naked shower time prayer is just too long. <laughs> Those are like parentheses. <laughs> I'm just making it long. I'm like, Sam's steamy shower time prayer. Just stop me. Just stop me. <laughs> I draw the line at adding steamy. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not Dean. God. If it was Dean, it would be steamy. He was getting steamy on that. Magic hands. <laughs> I digress. Okay, so we're going to go back to the church. I have crypt. magic fingers too, Dean. <laughs> Will you lay on me? It's like the last episode. Actually. I, I say okie dokie too, so. <laughs> so the boys go then to investigate the church's crypt where Father Gregory is buried. And that's when an angel appears to Sam mm-hmm. uh, and tells him he'll be given a sign to kill someone. Yeah. Someone who hasn't done something evil yet, but is going to. Yes, this guy has not committed his crime yet. Um, and then obviously Sam and Dean get into a tit for tat. That usually happens. It usually happens when when Sam's like, I gotta go stop this crazy thing from happening, potentially kill somebody, and Dean's just like, um, but it hasn't happened yet, so probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. Let's not go there. Let's not get wild and crazy here. Yeah. Um, but then it broke my heart, because Sam asked Dean why he doesn't like the idea of angels, and Dean finally like, breaks in and says that the reason he doesn't believe in angels is because their mother believed in angels, and that didn't stop her from being killed, because she used to say that she'd pray to the angels before they'd, she'd put them to bed. To watch over them. Yes. Yeah. And he said that's the last thing that she said to him. Oh, so yeah, like, I wouldn't be- want to believe in angels either, because like, you had somebody tell you that they're going to protect you, and they didn't stop you from catching fire on the roof of your baby brother's nursery. Yeah. Oh, come on. So Dean obviously still thinks it's a Father Gregory spirit yeah. and suggests that they summon him. Mm-hmm. And if Father Gregory appears, then they'll know he's a spirit, not an angel, which also is confusing. So is Dean saying that Father Gregory, if he doesn't show up, is an angel? I would think so, yeah. So if he didn't show up, then he then Sam would be correct. So then Sam could totally go stop this guy and kill him for yeah. not doing something evil yet. Right. Just- when they went to the store, though, and they um, bought the stuff they needed for the summoning mm-hmm. ritual, they get the SpongeBob placemat for the altar cloth, and Dean's like, just flip it over. It's fine. <laughs> but they're in the church. Doesn't the church have something like that? Like, they, couldn't they just take it off the altar? Uh, they usually do, but... I mean, I SpongeBob all the way, but I just thought it was funny. I, I gave that two laughing, crying faces, by the way, because it was that good. <laughs> so, obviously... Sam then sees the angel. Yeah, the glowing light. And that Dean takes off after the man and tells Sam to go perform the seance. Yeah. I mean, in reality, isn't Sam's Latin better than Dean's? I mean, I thought so, but Dean did pretty fucking good exercising a demon once. On the plane? 
Yeah. <laughs> that was back in season one. Obviously, uh, Father, he does the seance, but Father Reynolds interrupts him mm-hmm. as Father Gregory is appearing. He's probably like, what is this SpongeBob placemat you got here in the, in the church? You guys could have just used our <laughs> altar. You could have just asked. It's right there. Like, honestly. I like how also just, like, let down Sam was when Father Gregory appeared, which I also felt bad because obviously Sam wants to believe in angels because mm-hmm. that broke my heart, too, when he was originally telling Dean that, you know, they live in the world of Supernatural, so why is it so crazy that angels aren't real? Yeah, how can how can Dean believe in, like, demons and everything and not, the like, the opposite of a demon, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I also get where Dean's coming from where he, like, he sees them so he knows they're real so he can believe in them. right. Whereas, like, obviously, mom said that angels were going to protect them. He's never seen an angel, and an angel didn't protect them. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get, I, the, I get them both. <sighs> Don't you hate it when you see both sides? But then you have crazy Father Gregory. Thinks he is an angel. Yeah, and then they have to break it to him that you're not, sir. Nah, but at least Father Reynolds gives him the, the, uh, says the last rites and puts Father Gregory's soul to rest. Yeah, so he's at peace now. Yeah, so he never really became a vengeful spirit. No, well, he said he was um, answering the other father's prayers. What was the first father? Yeah, uh, Reynolds. Reynolds, yeah, because I, I guess Father Reynolds was praying for peace, you know, for the neighborhood and everything. And then Father Gregory was like, "I was just, cu- I was answering your prayer." And they're like, "Well, no, not really." So that was a nice ending. Well, not not for the guy. Well, no, because then we get back to it and Dean's still chasing the guy Sam was going to kill. Which, by um, the way, that car ch- the whole ending just was so drawn out. Like, it took forever, like, to get Father Gregory there. And then the Dean's still chasing this, like, well, following no, this Dean, guy. Dean and stopped the guy from raping the girl. Right. And then chased him in the car, which was apparently a very long car chase, which I feel like Dean could have ended by just shooting the tire out. Uh, yeah, he could have. Um, but instead, he let the car collide with a truck and coincidentally uh, get the guy stabbed through the heart with a metal pipe. That was some... Killing the guy. Anyway, that was some Final Destination shit. That was like, just going to say that! But Sam would say <laughs> it was the work of God because an angel told him to kill him. And he ends up dying anyway. Final Destination is why people will not drive behind trucks carrying wood anymore. And that's what I thought of when that pipe went through that guy. But I also see where Dean was going because, like, you can see that slight, like, tinge of, like, maybe. Yeah. When he and Sam are back at the motel and Dean's telling him what happened. Yeah. And he's like, look, the angel wanted you to kill this guy because he was going to do something bad. And here he was trying to do something bad. Mm-hmm. Obviously, potentially could do it again. And, like, something still killed him. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a little mm. part of Dean there that's, like... Maybe there, maybe there was something else at play. Did you notice that uh, "Knocking on Heaven's Door" was playing in the background? Mm-hmm. Plus, of course, the name of this episode. Being a Zeppelin fan, it's the fifth album. Love it. That is my um, first piece of random. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks for taking it, Liz. I'm the worst. My question is: With this episode, is this named after the '73 album "Houses of the Holy," or is it named after the '75 song? I have that it is Houses of the Holy is the name of a Led Zeppelin album. It is, but it's also a song. So I'm like, mm, which one are you going with? The album or the song? Uh, what came first? The album. Well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're only two years apart, really. <laughs> they probably recorded the song when the album came out, but they saved it. You know, we'll save but it for later. 
albums could only fit so much. It's true. It's not like a CD. It's not like them iPads. Your iTunes. Your, your air shuffles. I got them on the cloud. <laughs> your air shuffle. <laughs> uh, okay. I digress. Do you want more randomness? Uh, yeah, and I won't take any more away from you. No, to, please. I like it when, when, we, <laughs> when we interact. Our, our back and forth banter. Okay. Yeah, tell me things. <laughs> I'll tell you all the things. Tell me all the things. Dean says, Roma Downey made me do it. <laughs> made him do it. Uh, and for nine seasons, Roma Downey played an angel in the CBS series Touched by an Angel. I Okay, so I was curious why he said that, and I'd never seen Touched by an Angel, so that I did not get. I never watched it, but I knew of it. I, I knew of it. I knew it was a show, and I knew it was yeah. popular, but I never saw an episode. I was more of a um, Highway to Heaven fan. I uh, um, The closest I got to Angels was uh, Angel from Buffy. Okay. <laughs> And he was a vampire, so... Well, yeah, I mean, you'll have that. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, Netflix streaming removed Led Zeppelin's cashmere and replaced it with Nazareth's Hair of the Dog. Ooh, they might not have had the rights. Zeppelin's got to be expensive. I'm sure it is. I didn't know Netflix did that, though. Like, I thought it was on the show, then, like, it was on the show. Mm -mm, They interchange them all the time. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's why Thor waited to the second Thor to throw in um, the immigrant song. Okay, the next couple of things are um, considered spoilers. Ooh, so if anyone hasn't watched any of the episodes, now's your time to turn your volume down. Just kidding, if you haven't watched now, you haven't watched in forever, so just watch along with us because you know what's going to happen. I mean, it did come out 13 years ago. Yeah. So. I think I think the spoiler hits at like three years <laughs> Yeah, and I think if you're you're in the fandom now, you know things that, that necessarily you, you haven't seen. Exactly. Uh, so when Sam and Dean first meet Father Reynolds at the church, Sam points to a painting depicting the archangel Michael. When Sam points his finger, it looks like he's pointing at Dean, which could be an accidental foreshadowing to Dean being Michael's vessel in season five. You know, I didn't catch that. I mean, I caught that obviously that was the archangel uh, Michael. Yeah. But I didn't catch sam pointing at dean i did not either uh at the end when he's delivering the last rites at one point father reynolds says i call upon the archangel raphael Uh, raphael yeah raphael uh, would later appear in the series as an antagonist during the civil war in heaven uh painting of michael is used again in season 12 hiding the location of the cult in the demon house the demon also possesses Michael's lance, which is featured in the painting. We are now out of spoiler zone. You can turn your volume on now. Probably should have put that at the end, but that's it's not fine. how I did my notes. So Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I did my podcast. I do what I want. Damn it. There were a couple errors. Apparently, when they were talking about Wormwood at, uh, on Father Gregory's grave, Mm. the plant coming out yeah uh apparently wormwood looks nothing like that to what the brothers find growing on the grave marker and wormwood is not a wall climbing plant interesting so error error you come <laughs> on you biologists and you get I, all you get all the the things for these different spirits and everything down all these different monsters but the plant you didn't get the plant come on <sighs> rude now i can't believe it <laughs> that's it i'm done this is an unbelievable show they weren't accurate i gotta quit liz i'm sorry (laughs) this will be my final episode just kidding you're stuck with me
uh, this, <laughs> the song Dean is listening to on his phone is actually called Down on Love, which is a song written especially for the show by Jamie Dunlap. Uh, Did Jamie song- Dunlap know that this song was going to be used for the Magic Fingers bed? Uh, that, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, we need you to write a song for us. It's going to be played by Dean, because obviously he loves classic rock. Uh, but he's going to be really getting in on these Magic Fingers. <laughs> In places you don't want to know about. <laughs> but he'll tell you. Thank Sorry. God he was laying on his back. I fucking and- know. <laughs> and he was clothed. Yeah, well, for that point he was. He could have been in a towel for all we... Oh, that would have been a better scene. <laughs> on numerous accounts. <laughs> I like the way your mind works. It goes places. Uh, and then the the song is incorrectly named as Cashmere by Led Zeppelin on Dean's phone screen. And his phone, by the way was a 2006 Verizon chocolate phone. <laughs> Do you remember the chocolate phone? Yes. Oh, they were amazing. I remember my friend had one because it was like really one of the first ones that had like a little touch screen part on it. Mm-hmm. And all I wanted to do was like play with it. But think about this. This came out in 2007. Did Dean really have the money to get a chocolate phone if it came out in 2006? I feel like that's still expensive. How does he still not have a flip phone? He did have a flip phone in the first couple seasons. In the first season. I know, but in this season, how does he still not have a... Needed a new phone since he's wanted by the law again. A flipper. This is burner phone. One of his many. I was going to say. Fancy-ass burner phone. Jeez. For real. According to the season two DVD special feature called The Devil's Roadmap, uh, the idea of an angel that ordered people to kill was inspired by the poem The Second Elegy, which is one of the Duino elegies by Rainier... Mana Rilke. Uh, the idea of a deceased priest thinking he is an angel came from consulting producer Ben Edmonds. Uh, the 700 Club, they mentioned, uh, is a news talk show with a religious focus. I've heard know. of it. I've heard of it. Sam says in this episode, seance? Great. I hope Whoopi's available. Uh, and that is a reference to the movie Ghost. Uh, where Whoopi Goldberg played Ona Mae Brown, who was a psychic that communicated with dead spirits. I think technically she only communicated with one dead spirit, because up until Sam, uh, she was kind of like faking it. Yeah, oh, no, that lady's, that lady's husband did come, I think after. I think after she started talking to Sam, then she started getting all the people around her. I think she was probably open at that point. Yeah, but before that, it was all a big... Uh, she knew it was a hoax, so she didn't even try. Yeah. Uh, Wesley Salter, who played Zach Smith, who is the the uh, second guy, guy who kills the guy. Yeah, the second guy who kills a guy. Yes, uh, he also plays a demon in season ten, episode seven, "Girls, Girls, Girls." Uh, what did you say the name of his church was? The Our Lady, Our Lady of the Angels. Okay, uh, this says that the church is named after Saint Philomena, who is the patron saint of babies, infants, and youth. I don't know if that's another, I don't know. Uh, The actual church is St. Andrew Wesley United Church, uh, which is on Burrard Street in Vancouver. Vancouver? Vancouver. It was a really pretty church, though. It is in Vancouver. Uh, The same church is used in season 10, episode 16, Paint It Black. And I read that this church is actually across the street from where the Supernatural Conventions were held in Vancouver. Okay. Uh, That is all I have for you. All right. I like it. 
I wonder if the guy who played Zach was like, hey, do you have any other classic rock named episodes? I'll totally be in them. (laughs) I mean, I I was in House of the Holy, so. I just want to be in all of them. No, he's like, you know what? I'm a really big Motley Crue fan. (laughs) I'm not so much into Zeppelin, but I did it for you. Yeah. I'm just wondering if, you know, you could put me in that one. (sighs) All right. So because things happen later on in Supernatural. Uh, I didn't delve too much into angels. There's, there's a lot of time for that later. <laughs> there's a lot of time. Luckily, uh, there's a lot of writing and stuff on angels, so I think we'll be good. Okay, <laughs> we're not going to overlap. There's no <laughs> I don't overlap. think we're going to run out of sources or information. <laughs> but I do want to start with a quote um, from Hudson Taylor, who is a British Protestant Christian uh, missionary. And Hudson Taylor said, God's work is not man working for God. It is God's own work often wrought through man's hands. So just to kind of give a gloss over what an angel is, an angel is uh, a messenger. It means messenger in Hebrew, and it comes from the Greek word angelos. Um, The angels we're familiar with are actually more of like a Christian angel, which originated in the Hebrew Testaments. So like the idea of like the wings and the flowing gowns and the shroud of light and all that stuff. That's more of the Hebrew Testament Christian angels. Um, In Christianity and Islam, angels are uh, messengers of God who mostly announce births or deaths. They're not really for coming down and telling you what's going on and what you should do. They're just like, hey, this person's going to die, or hey, this person's going to be born. Not you need to go kill that guy because it's no. it so. Um, interestingly enough, according to a poll, almost 70% of people believe in angels. Okay. Um, that's, and that's a lot of people, I think. A lot of people. And yeah. mostly people believe in guardian angels. Okay. Um, a 2007 Baylor religion survey said that 57% of Catholics... of black Protestants, 66% of evangelicals, 10% of Jews have all reported encounters with angels. Wow. 20% who have no religious background have encountered an angel, according to the survey. Really? It's a lot of angels. It's interesting to me that people who say that they don't believe say that they've come in contact with an angel. Yeah, that's what I was like. How did you know? It's kind of along the same lines of like, the Dean thing. Like, how did you know it was an angel? Yeah. And ironically, so what I'm going to go through uh, does have some like spirit-esque things going on. So I'm like, was it an angel or just a spirit? Yeah. The pretending to be an angel. Which I think this episode did a really good job of. Yeah. Kind of confusing the two because like, what are angels and what are guardian angels? Guardian angels, for the most part, are people that have meant a significant part to us so really is it an angel or are they just the spirit of someone that we love watching over us it's a whole so you could say like your mom is your guardian angel Mm -hmm. if she has passed before you yep interesting so i'm actually going to go into reasons people may see angels okay and it's not necessarily uh a really strung out girl turning off the tv because she doesn't want to hear about god (laughs) because her bra's hanging out um, it may be a very drunk man who thinks he sees an angel, but somebody really turned on the kitchen light. <laughs> That's a really bright fridge light. <laughs> Shut the door. <sighs> change, did you change the bulb? It's the sun. I can't do anything about it. <laughs> I hope it's an energy saver. 
Okay. Uh, so reasons that you might see an angel. Okay. First reason, um, you're relaxed and perceptive. Angels often appear energetically, so you have to have a relaxed point of focus because you will see this bright light out of nowhere and kind of have to make out the body of a human. They may appear in your dreams, and if you do encounter one in your dreams, you may experience intense emotions. So like if an angel is showing themselves to warn you about something, you may feel alarmed. Okay, that makes sense. Another reason is to bring hope and comfort, which I feel like is how all angels should come. Yeah, I don't want like an angry angel coming at me. So an angel might show up in a time of need and give clues to guide you to your mission or path. They're not exactly going to show up, be like, yo, you need to quit this job. You need to go over here. You need to invest some money in this stock. Um, Why can't they be that direct? Why do they have to be all like mystical and angely? Okay, this is what you need to do. Okay, cool. However, to comfort you, if you are distraught, they will encourage you. They will give you hope and they will comfort you. Um, I did find out something interesting that I didn't know. So I would always heard that it's good luck if you find a penny with its head up. Yes. Apparently, if an angel misses you, an angel will toss a penny down from heaven. So really, that good luck penny could be your angel showing you a sign. And these pennies are called pennies from heaven. Interesting. I never knew it. Or it could just be the guys on the fourth floor throwing them on the kitchen floor, gluing them to see if anybody picks it up. Could also be a hole in a pocket. (laughs) Pennies from heaven. People could have dropped it trying to get to the vending machine. They're like, who uses pennies anymore? I mean. I think a lot of this also is like what you want to read into it. If you want to believe in angels, you're going to believe in angels. If you want to believe that an angel is trying to show itself to you and you believe in the idea of pennies from heaven, then you're going to believe that you're, or if you're looking for an answer. Yeah. Cause everything you've mentioned, I associate with like spirits. That's what I have in my mind right now. So it's the same thing. Like I believe in, in spirits and ghosts and just oh, I see, I see, I see this, the finger is up. Um, so you might see an angel if they have an important message for you. Okay. Uh, angels use all different kinds of signs to get your attention. Do they whack you over the head? Um, no, but they will use things like <laughs> rainbows and sparkles of light. Oh, I love a good sparkle. Sparkles. Oh, sparkle, 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 sparkle. And snacks. Snacks. <laughs> I watched obviously too much Full House and Fuller uh, House to know like the Gibbler dance. I love it. Oh my God. I okay. love it. Um, so they also use strange electrical occurrences. Oh, like lights flickering. Lights flickering, turning on or off the radio, turning on or off the TV, appliances beeping for no reason. They may call you on the phone and oh. all you hear is static from an unknown number, which also sounds like a stalker, potentially a serial killer. Do you hear heavy breathing too? <laughs> nope, just static. Nope, all you do is, hello. Uh, well, I don't know how I feel about that. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's probably why I don't answer my phone. I was like, that. that's that's a good mix of angel or spirit. Well, they text message me. Um, I don't think so, but it might come from an unknown number. Because it blocked. <laughs> Num- just comes from number one. Another reason you might see angels are that you are in need. So angels can assist in calls from friends if you're feeling alone. Oh, Um, especially friends that you may not have talked to recently that you are either missing or haven't heard from that would mean a lot to you. 
Um, so if you get a call from a friend out of the blue that you haven't talked to in years, that's one way to go. An angel could align you with chance meetings, new friends, teachers, life partners, or very important meetings. That's what I need. Where's the life partner one? Mm. Come on. Watch your angels. I'm gonna. Um, there We're gonna have are a chat tonight. So those are all reasons angels might appear to you. Um, children are actually more likely to see an angel, whereas you're more likely to notice signs um, because children are more open to spiritual beings. It's the same kind of reason that children can see ghosts. Again, angel or ghost. Yeah, there's, there's a thin line here. <laughs> so top 10 signs an angel might be near. Um, feathers appear. Pen ready. Any kind of feather? Doesn't mention a specific kind. Any kind of feather. Okay, because there were feathers upstairs the other day from a costume. Does that? Well, are you sure? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, planes appearing. Okay. Butterflies appearing. <gasps> there was a butterfly yesterday that would not, like, it was like an animal that, like, is not afraid of people. Like, this butterfly was just, like, would not leave me alone. They also say that you'll get these signs too if you're thinking about your guardian angel or if you're asking for a sign and not obviously thinking about it. Uh -huh. So like if you were like, man, I really miss my great grandma and all of a sudden a uh, butterfly just shows up, mm -hmm. could be her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, symbols in the clouds. Okay. Messages and dreams. Ooh. Um, repeating patterns of numbers. Could be your angel trying to tell you something. Like the lottery number? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> play I see, it. <laughs> I see 707 all the time. <gasps> Do you play it? Nope, but it's the house I grew up in. Oh. Goosebumps or a temperature change? Angel or spirit? It's, it's, I'm telling you. It's, um, it's a, there's a gray area here. <laughs> sparkle or orb of light? <laughs> oh my God, if I'm a ghost, I want to be a sparkle. I also want to know if sparkle or orb of light, why doesn't Zach Baggins ever go, you know what? We caught an angel on camera. We caught a sparkle. Did you see that orb of sparkle? That sparkly orb? I wish. Um, you see printed signs, or a book might open to a certain page that might pertain to something you're either worried about or it might put you at ease, or spoken word, or a song lyric, or a repeating part of a song that you might consistently hear. But that's all I got for you. They're not showing up. Nothing that I saw was showing up that they're going to try and kill you. So, yeah, I feel... I feel there's a gray area where, it, where whatever you believe in is where this would go. Because mm -hmm. to me, it sounds kind of spirity. But And I'm not saying I don't believe in angels. Like, I believe in angels and God. But I'm not as focused on them as I am, like, a spirit. And I think it also comes down to, like, where it ties into, like, your time of need. So, like, if you're really stressed out about a job and you see some signs about, like, like a constant opening or something. Yeah. But I also feel like you have to be careful because people have a tendency to go looking for answers. Right. They want them. Uh-huh. So then they'll really try to believe that that's what's going on. Like, oh, man, I keep seeing the same poster, even though, like, could just be that they put up a lot of posters. Yeah. I used to do that with my Magic 8-Ball. You know, when you didn't get the answer you wanted, you would just shake it again? Mm-hmm. Until it popped up something you wanted to hear? Yep. It's interesting. Yeah. But obviously, I didn't want to go into too much angel lore. I thought, since this is about seeing angels and getting messages from angels, I would go into reasons you might actually see angels. Or be touched by one, Roma Downey. You're Somebody like, nope. call Roma Downey. <laughs> uh, can you still call Roma Downey? I don't even know. What's that one movie? Never mind, answer my own question. Is it Michael with John Travolta? Yes. Okay. 
I never saw that. I actually have. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Angels in the Outfield? Fuck yeah, I have. My dad would disown me. Wasn't that, uh, wasn't Christopher Lloyd in that? Was he one of the angels? Angels in the Outfield? Yeah. I believe so. Um, the big one obviously being, uh, yeah, it's him and, uh, Danny Glover and Tony Danza. (laughs) Oh my God, Tony Danza. Oh, I love it. Such a good cast. Um, no, the one that I am most familiar with, which my father would most certainly disown me if I had never seen is Field of Dreams. Yeah. If you build it, they will come. I have seen that. Oh, that's right. That's... Joseph Gordon-Lovett is in that. And Angel's in mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a baby. Such a baby. Such a baby. Oh, my God. Such a babe. Uh... Oh, what? <laughs> Just kidding. That uh, happens yeah. later. Hey. Although it was 1994. He's not that him. much. Let's. I gotta look him up now. How old is Joseph? He has, Gordon? like, a baby with his very pretty and, like, high school sweethearted wife. High school sweetheart, I love when that happens. Oh, he's 39. Yeah, see, he's not that. Mm-mm. He's not that much older. Jensen's 42. Oh, and he it looks so good. So good. Jared's 38. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is a year older than Jared Padalecki. Yes. And sometimes their hair matches in length. <laughs> Jared's hair's getting getting long. It is, but he also can do whatever he wants because this is his birthday month. True. You go. Jared. Go on with your bad self, Jared. Be free on your vacation. I just keep seeing it on Instagram. Like, uh, Jen keeps posting pictures of their... They're, like, out west somewhere in a peaceful place. I wish. I know. That's what I think every time I see the pictures. I'm like, I want to be there. Not, I don't even have to be with Jared. I just want to be in a nice, peaceful place. <laughs> My man, Richard Spaeth Jr., is almost 50. He'll be 50 this year. Really? 50. He was born in Nashville, Tennessee. I like him. I adore him. He's like one of my all-time favorite people. Hey, maybe for your birthday, you'll get a, uh, what's the thing I was obsessed with the other day? Cameo. Maybe you'll get a cameo from him. <sighs> He's so cool. I, I mean, just saying. I digress. He is, I did start listening to their podcast. Did you? I have it, I have it on my list, but I didn't start yet. It's, it's pretty funny. Um, I just like the fact that he named <laughs> Rob Benedict named the podcast, and my guest is Richard, Richard Spate Jr. Uh, it's only sixty dollars to get a cameo from him. So, if anybody I, that's listening wants to pitch in, Liz's birthday. I would is die. January. I would. I would let you record it too. I would let you record my reaction. We have. Uh, we have some time. Which I cannot there confirm or deny, like how it will happen. <laughs> We do have a Patreon page. That could be part of our Patreon. We could raise <laughs> funds raise funds for Liz's birthday message, and then we could post her reaction video that on, could be on Patreon. Patreon. It will totally be on stage because I cannot control my face. It'd be so amazing. Oh, my gosh. Like, you should – I've only met, like, a couple famous people, and I know that my face has been stupid. Like, thank goodness. I'm pretty sure that uh, it wasn't that bad for Robert Ungland because, like, I had enough time to stare at him. Before I got to him. You got uh, a little, uh, you were calmer. You're prepared. Mark um, Shepard's a hundred bucks. Excuse me as I burp. Damn. Uh, but when I met William Shatner, that was a little bug-eyed. Because I turned a corner and he was like right there. And I was like, oh, it's Captain Kirk. I ran into him. I touched him. And they were like, don't speak to him. And I was like, okay. So like, I'm trying to get in there for the picture. And he's like, hey, how's it going? You having a good day? And I was like, I'm not allowed to talk to you, but it's going great. How are you? 
I'm sorry, I can't talk. I can't, I can't do it. That's like, we met Cole Swindell, and they were like, I'd been met him a couple times, but this time they were kind of like, had Luke Bryan roles where you weren't allowed to like touch him. And they're like, please do not touch his butt. <laughs> I was like, that's a, that's the fact that that's a rule. Yeah, I was like, I wasn't planning on it, but okay. But now that you mention it, I'm not going to do it. Guess what I said to him when I walked up there? I was like, I'm going to put my hand right here, like on his back. I was like, because I was told I'm not allowed to touch your butt. <laughs> and he's I, like, have, I have different things. I have different things for like if I ever met famous people. Like if I ever meet Chris Pine, I'm going to straight up sing Frank Sinatra at him because I want to hear him sing it back. I like if I ever that. see Tom Hiddleston, we're having a dance off. <laughs> I thought you would just attack him. <laughs> and not in a bad way. Like, <laughs> I feel like uh, we're going to have a dance off. And if I win, you're going to recite Shakespeare to me. If, if you win, I will leave you alone for the rest of your life. <laughs> I will say goodbye. Thank you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> have a good day. <laughs> but we must dance off now. Original. Choose the music. <laughs> Maestro, let's go. That's amazing. <laughs> this is probably why I'll never meet these people. Yeah. <laughs> They're getting restraining orders as we speak. Right now, yeah. They listen to this (laughs) podcast and they know what's going to happen, so they're getting the restraining orders as we speak. I mean, how could they not listen to this podcast, honestly? That was to say, how could they not get a PFA against me? (laughs) No. (laughs) How have they not heard through the grapevine about you, Liz? I I mean, I haven't Taylor Swift to their house where, like, I've gone in and, like, slept in their bed. Oh, that's what? Yeah, somebody did that to Taylor Swift. Really? I did not know that. That's weird. How did they get in her house? I figured Taylor Taylor Swift has like giant walls and a moat or something that they could not get get to her. Unless you can find it really fast. Man broke into Taylor's house, Taylor Swift's home, and slept in her bed. Which house? Not her Hamptons house, I hope. I wouldn't stay there anymore. Heck no. <laughs> no, this is not fatal attraction, guys. It happened in real life. Yeah. Um. So, police were urgently called to Taylor Swift's New York City apartment. I like how it's urgently called and not. <laughs> When a man attempted to break into Taylor Swift's Tribeca townhouse, the intruder was climbing a ladder and smashed a window with his bare hands. What? Oh, okay. And appeared to have taken a shower while inside the apartment. Well, I mean, you smash your hands, you're probably cut, so you should probably shower, especially if you're going to go then sleep in her bed. Did he use her body wash? I didn't say. He's like, I want to smell like Taylor. What kind of body wash does she use? I don't fucking. Did he use her towel? Does she have a towel? Like, oh. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> NYPD said in a statement they found 22-year-old Roger Alvarado asleep in the apartment and then arrested him on charges of stalking, burglary, criminal mischief, and criminal trespassing. Was he so tired after the breaking in and shower that he just had to take a nap? The craziest part is, like, he had been lurking outside the house. Ew. For, like, a while. That's creepy. (sighs) But I wouldn't do that. I would not do that. That's just crazy. I was going to say, wait, you would or you wouldn't? No, I would not. I would not. I just want to dance off against some people and like sing songs. That's all. You're like, I'm going, on, I'm going on the record saying I will not do that. I only write supernatural fan fiction and pretend like I'm part of the series. It's fine. <laughs> Doesn't everybody like a normal thing, right? Right. I do not. Oh. Mainly because if I did write it, I wouldn't be able to read it. Uh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Jensen ankles. <laughs> Never gonna let go of that, by the way. <laughs> Hashtag Jensen ankles. I'll start sending you pictures like where I can find ankles. Jensen's ankles. <laughs> Love it. There, is, there are those pictures from the episode where uh, from last season where um, John and 
Mary are there and they don't, they're not wearing socks like in oh, the entertainment weekly pictures. And I'm like, they have shoes and they're no socks. And he has like flood pants on. You get some good ankle pics from that one. All the good ankles. <laughs> oh my gosh. Different angles of Ackles ankles. Say that three times fast. Ackles ankles. Angles of Ackles ankles. What have I started? <laughs> Did you just... <laughs> Oh, let's. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. You're welcome. Him and Misha are wearing the same suit. Yeah. They're not wearing the same tie, though. And it doesn't look like Misha's got the, the pocket fold. That's hilarious, though, his ankle. <laughs> You're welcome. But see, when I think about that, my automatic thought is how did he not get blisters from those shoes? Because <laughs> he has no socks on, sir. And then Jared has tennis shoes on. Oh, Lord, there's more. <laughs> well, that, this one makes me feel better because he's not wearing shoes. So I'm not worried about his heels and the, the possible blisters he could have. It's going to go why on for is, days. I'm just going to randomly send them to you. Why is he just, okay, what is up with this staircase that he's sitting on? What is the well, thing that, his feet is on? I feel like this is something you should share to the Twitterverse. <laughs> Be like, I have been accosted by Jensen Ackles ankles. Oh, uh, mess up one word. One <laughs> word! <laughs> have to live it down the rest of my life. That's fine. I mean, if people are going to send me full pictures of him and not just his ankles, then I'm okay with it. But what if it's just his ankles? <laughs> <laughs> and I would be, you have to send me a full body picture to verify that his <laughs> ankles belong to Jensen. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I think this is where we end the, the podcast. I think nobody needs to hear this anymore. It's probably a good idea. They're like, uh, what in the hell did they get into? Like, why am I still listening to this? <laughs> for the giggles, people. For the, for the glittery, sparkly giggles that come out of this. The orbs of giggles. Orbs of giggles. Yes. The electrical occurrences that happen between them and us. <laughs> oh, they love us. I hope so. Do you guys love us? Let us know. I hope so, too. I'm just assuming. <laughs> you know what happens when you assume. Maybe. Can we also take a moment and give a shout out to the Supernatural Virgin? Yes. Go ahead. Who so shout lovingly, on. lovingly mentioned us in their last episode. They did the uh, episode that came out. Like, this isn't going to. It came out today, but I don't know when this is going to air. So <laughs> yeah, It's fine. But no, you guys are awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening to us too. You guys, ugh. I love when people have never seen Supernatural and they watch it and I get to hear for their reactions for the first time because it's so magical. I love listening to them and listening to the way Vasco like has his theories about what's going to happen. And some of them are kind of accurate. But you don't want to tell him about it. But you don't want to tell him. And then like Darren's kind of like holding back like, well, you never know. Like they're, you know, something could or could not happen. I'm not going to tell you. I hate being in that shoes because my face gives it away. I'm like, don't look at me. I like wear a hood. Like, oh, I, think, no. I think about that when I listen to them too. I'm like, is he like, are they sitting there and he's staring him down? Like, cause I would immediately like, start laughing. I'd be like, oh, I have no idea. I'm so nervous right now. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know. <laughs> what? Uh, Angels? <laughs> no. But it, it was requested of you. Um, that when we come to that monster, that you you tell him about it because he had questions. All the questions. All the questions. Yes. 
I will say all the things. I will do extra research for you. You got a while away. That's like, <laughs> that's the middle of next season. So Hallelujah. We're, we're only halfway through season two, <laughs> but we're coming up on our 30th podcast episode. <gasps> that's so exciting. I know. This, this one is 29, I believe. We're also tiptoeing your favorite guy. Who? Who's, who's my favorite? Bobby. Bobby. I have many favorites. I mean, my, my hands down all-time favorite is definitely Richard Spythe Jr. Yes. I would say, yes, I love the Bobby. The Bobby is Bobby's in next episode, right? Mm-hmm. They call yeah. him in. But then my, oh, okay. To get back to cameo real quick. If you guys know who Ty Olson is, who plays Benny later on in the series, he does cameos in his Benny voice in My God, Are They Amazing. So what you're saying is we're going to do a Patreon for you instead. Yes. <laughs> I was sitting there and I was just, I had this biggest smile on my face because it was kind of like he had like his hat down a little bit over his eyes. You know how Benny had like that paper boy hat that came down over his eyes and he was talking in that Southern drawl and I was like, oh my God. I'll be like, hey, is it extra if I make you do it in like the original bartender and then like turn around and then put the hat on and Benny? <laughs> yes. That would be amazing. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> try and work some magic not magic fingers but i'll work no. some magic <laughs> um. so people our patreon is gonna be <laughs> for cameos for our birthdays <laughs> oh man and maybe actually getting working equipment oh my god wouldn't that be amazing that'd be awesome microphones but we are working on a patreon we're thinking and we're trying to figure out how to pay everybody who would want to be a patreon yeah if you guys have any ideas of any content or anything you would want on any, Patreon. Like, cutting room floors, any of our banters, just some bios, whatever. Even if you want us to do dramatic readings of certain episodes. <gasps> Remember when we used to do that? Yes. At the beginning? <laughs> Wait, like it was so long ago, Liz. Do you remember, oh my God, back in like <laughs> December when we did that? When we were nobodies and we didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> what? That was my favorite. We go, for some reason, we crowd around one microphone. Probably because yes. I had it written down on a piece of paper. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Okay, you be Sam, I'll be Dean. <laughs> I love it. Uh, oh. So yeah, whatever you guys want to listen to, any ideas you guys have, shoot them out at us, uh, slide into our DMs. Yeah. Uh, constantly um, download us, share us, like love us. us. Um, like, keep like doing, <laughs> keep doing what you're doing because you guys have been awesome. Yeah. And we'll keep trying to do what we're doing, which is entertain you guys, inform you guys, and maybe tell you something you didn't know. Little tidbits. Yeah. Drop some knowledge bombs on you. Hell yeah. <laughs> and one day we'll eventually figure out how to end an episode. Yeah, instead of ramble on. It'll happen. Oh, you like that Zeppelin turn I did? Segway oh, to the what? end of the holy. <laughs> was that a sagu? That was a sagu. <laughs> <laughs> or in the anime world, a sagu. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay, on that note, we should probably go because I'm losing my mind. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening to us. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Balls, a supernatural podcast with Lizzie and Missy. If you want more, follow on Twitter and Instagram at SBNBallsPod or email SBNBallsPod at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe and follow Balls on your favorite streaming service.